Welcome into NBN Plus. It's the bargain basement of the bargain basement of the monster podcasting airwaves. This week, a mash of our worlds, Alex. We yes. have got Werewolf by Night. Arr- and this is this is uh, going to be an interesting one. I mean, that was incredibly cheesy, but this is going to be an interesting one, Alex. I'm, I'm excited for this one. Uh, I think we're going to release this on the main feed, just as kind of a uh, teaser, kind of to show people a little bit of what MVM Plus is all about. This type of episode that we do on MVM Plus, it's more informal, it's more just a conversation, but it still has the style and flair of our usual reviews. So we have an entire Marvel versus Men series on MVM Plus. Um, what what have we done with Marvel versus Men, Alex? A, uh, a lot. We've done a lot of. We've done all the Phase Four films. So that's Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, uh, Eternals, Shang Chi, Eternals, yeah. um, and some of the TV shows like Loki, Captain yeah. uh, uh, Winter Soldier, and mm-hmm. Falcon and Winter Soldier, and some of those. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, we do a lot of different movies. We've done everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, it's fun. It's fun to do these things, and you know, finally, we're back at Marvel versus Men. It's been a while. It has been quite a while. Uh, shall we uh, do a proper, well, slightly less than proper film introduction, Alex, and, and then jump into a discussion about this one? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's see. What, what can I whip up here? Uh, Werewolf by Night. Is that what it's called? Yes. <laughs> Werewolf it's by a weird night. title, admittedly, yeah. right? <laughs> Werewolf by night. It could be several things, but Werewolf by night uh, offers something slightly different for the MCU. First, we've got the fact that it's a slightly glorified TV episode length. We've got the fact that it's black and white. We've got the fact that it is more horror themed than anything we've come to expect from the MCU. Mm. But does it have its own distinct style and flair? That's the question I want to pose to you, Alex. What makes this film unique when it comes to the MCU or is just or is this just another entity um, with a slightly different twist? Ah. I think overall, yes. This is a nice different <laughs> property i guess for the mm-hmm. mcu right it's mm-hmm. like you said it does have those differences black and white well it, it's got more of a horror theme uh, especially in the intro it's so interesting um it's got a lot of blood and a lot of violence in it that mm. was i think even a movie that like people were talking about dr strange being the second one being r-rated this mm-hmm. is much closer to being R-rated. And the only reason it's not really is because uh, it's black and white. It's black and white. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think it brings a lot of different elements. A lot of, yes, we do have some some MCU DNA, I guess I would call mm-hmm. it, here for sure. <laughs> you know, uh, interactions with Ted, uh, I would classify as MCU, you know, where, where Ted is this, mm. he's this mm. horrifying looking monster, but it turns out, and Ted is in the comics, man thing mm-hmm. is his name, but it's a horrible name for a comic book character. Um, 
And so they call him Ted and that relationship between them is comical very much in the MCU sense, but that's the only relationship and the only thing in this thing, in this whole um, uh, short film, I guess Mm -hmm. that is MCU. Like everything Mm -hmm. else I feel like it's handled pretty well. You know, the ending I guess is pretty MCU as well Mm -hmm. uh, where he, I guess that's Ted also. Right. Where he's sitting there with Ted and they're just going to go out for sushi later. Yep. Um, but, but everything else here is pretty different and refreshing. The The black and white aesthetic really adds a lot to the vibe of this. And it really leans into that horror setting until we meet Ted. But that whole buildup is so great. Mm-hmm. Um, and their need to and just the whole premise is so isolated from the MCU at large which just makes this whole thing so refreshing. I want more of this in the MCU because they've kind of run out of ideas. It feels like, especially with the TV <laughs> show offerings mm-hmm. um, that th- this is what I want. This yeah. right here. What, what about you? What do you feel? Well, do you feel like it's- I- I'm with you. I-, I think Marvel needs to lean into the monster angle, you know, and, and who knows? Honestly, like we do have Blade incoming, um, which and just now got delayed, werewolf, right? <laughs> well, all I'm saying is, look, Dracula may Dracula soon be MCU, right? It's yeah. possible. Oh like, no, it can yeah. happen. There's yeah, a be, well, high chance. Yeah, and I think it could be really cool. Um, and and so I do have positives about this film because I I do like the direction that a lot of this takes. Um, I think the characters are, uh, really interestingly set up our main characters, I should say. Um, uh, who do we got? We've got Jack Russell and Elsa Bloodstone. Those two characters I I find fascinating because they have just enough mystery to kind of keep us watching to see kind of what are they all about? Mm Um, I also think that the music here is awesome. I'm going to start with we don't normally talk about the music too much but oh, the music yeah. in this one is, is really great and it's interesting because the director Michael Giacchino um he's a composer first Alex oh. um yeah like like that is his first thing that he does so if you look at his composing filmography it's full of stuff um from huh. it's all disney but you've got the batman You've got Spider-Man No Way Home. You've got uh, Ratatouille, Coco, Doctor Strange, Up, The Incredibles, <laughs> right? Uh, Jurassic World. Look, uh, he has done a lot of, of movies. Um, and that's what he's, he's kind of known for. But this is him really taking uh, the reins in a directoring debut. Um, and I think it's interesting. I, I, I think he needs to do more and maybe Marvel will give him more after showing what he could do in this one. So th- those are some positives that, that I have about this film. You, you have other positives, I would assume, Alex. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the, the fight choreography is wonderful. Uh, you know, Elsa Bloodstone handles herself a lot like we've seen Black Widow, you know, using her weight when she, she's fighting somebody. And like just throwing it around, but really the the standout here, choreography wise, is uh, our werewolf. Like, 
Holy cow. Jack Russell. That's his name, by mm-hmm. the way. They mm-hmm. don't say his last name in it. <laughs> but get it? Jack Russell. Mm-hmm. He turns into a wolf. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the choreography of his fighting in the long shot. Did you? I'm sure you noticed that oh, yeah. long shot where he's fighting all of them in that room. It yep. is so stellar. It mm-hmm. reminded me a lot of Daredevil, <laughs> mm-hmm. or how brutal it is. It's in a That's hallway. what I thought of too. I was like, "This is the hallway Daredevil scene." Yes, yes, yeah. and it was so good. Which is funny because we had that the day before on She-Hulk. We got a hallway Daredevil scene again. Oh, really? For the no. first time in a long time, and uh, it wasn't as good as this one. Because this was just so visceral and bloody, and I like that we can't see what happens sometimes. It kind of leads you to let your imagination run a little bit while that door slowly close, closes and it gets darker and darker in that room. Dude, it's such an amazing shot. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just a lot of play playfulness i guess with a lot of the uh, everything that's done like even the lighting you know when he's transforming and he's uh and elsa is like put put, pushed against the cage like screaming while the the lights flash as he transforms it's just so visually interesting i'm just so happy with it i i want more of this mcu where we're trying these different things i'm I'm excited i'm hoping that this is the reviewing so well and that the, the nut, the metrics for it are so high that Marvel sees this and wants to apply it to its future projects that are already in production. Mm, Yeah. I like that. No, I'm with you. Um, But I would like to offer a bit of pushback to a couple of your points. So, and I think a lot of, my criticism or concern about this film, um, which I, I do like the direction. I do hope Marvel takes notice, but I think some of my criticism has to do with my own expectations going into it. I had heard a lot of hype about it and, and you had texted me and you were like, the universal monsters are in this. Yeah. Movie. I, I, I thought they were from still uh, from what I had read, but it was grossly yeah. uh, overstated. And so I, I was like, okay, so this is going to be a universal monster style of uh, MCU film. It's kind of what my thought was Ah. heading in. Well, we, I don't think we, we got that really. I I think we kind of tried to get that in some of the aesthetic. Um, But to me, the aesthetic is kind of like the lipstick of the, the film. It's still an MCU film at its core, which is, is fine, right? I enjoy it, but mm-hmm. it is dressed up as a universal old school horror film, but doesn't really follow that template very well, right? Mm. Um, and, and part of that is is for good reason. Like, I think you've got Jack, who is our werewolf. He doesn't follow the template of a normal werewolf. He's not afraid of being a werewolf, Um He seems to have it under control. So he makes me interested in kind of his backstory uh, and how he got this. I do like that he panics a bit, though, when he finds out that they can't because he starts starts sniffing and he's like, it's worked once, right? So there is a little bit of that panic, but you're right. He does seem to have it somewhat under control for the most part. And see, but that's part of what makes the werewolf storyline interesting is the fact that. 
that the person like this he, he's no uh lon cheney right <laughs> uh, he's, he's not lon cheney here who is um really terrified by the idea of becoming a werewolf mm. um and it just is haunted by it right so we don't get that element which i think is a kind of a core element of of werewolf films but as i said i i can be okay with that because i think it's it can make for an interesting character i just don't necessarily want it to be a hero character that all of a sudden shows up and like saves the day there's no real horror um, or scare when it comes to the werewolf. Like he becomes the werewolf and then he has that big action scene, which um, is fine, right? It's, it's not necessarily, it's, there's no like creeping or, or um, it's, it's like a brutal force, you know? Mm. Um, it's not this sort of sneaky, shadowy type of uh, terror, it's a brute force terror. So it's a little bit different than, than what we've, we've seen when we did our universal series. Yeah. Um, so like, it's just some differences there where I'm like, okay, it, it, it shows us. And I like the music too. As I said, the music um, has that sort of universal flair. Dude, uh, when the that black guy is and walking white. with the tuba that's on fire towards the yeah. base, it's so yeah, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is great. Uh, but some of the side characters are lacking. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think they're, they're incredibly memorable. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, there, there's, there's some issues that I have here. I, I think I expected just a little bit more, um, it, which is interesting. I am like, the film could have been longer. <laughs> uh, I know it's a special, oh, yeah. I was like, why not make this like an hour and 20 minutes? Give us a bit more with these characters, right? Give us a bit more with Jack. Um, cause I still don't feel like we know Jack, um, at, by the end of this film, even though I think he's a fascinating character, I don't think we've gotten to know him very well. I don't think we've gotten to know, um, uh, uh, man, what's her name? I keep on forgetting it. Elsa. I don't think we keep, I don't think we know Elsa, uh, very well by the end. We know some things about her. Um, but I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about it overall. I like it. I don't know if I love it as much as others have. Mm. Uh, I, I think almost everyone feels the same way as you about wishing there was more. Yeah. That this easily could have had more in it. Like, uh, that, but that's a good thing to have. You know, people at the end are wishing for more. Whereas like She-Hulk, which is going on right now, people are just kind of wanting it to end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and it's something that maybe Marvel hasn't been able to capture for a while now is people wanting more of something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's a good sign, actually, even though I agree, like it would be nice to have a full length. Like, this could have been a full length movie. Uh, yeah. It could have added some it more was. elements to it. It didn't need to be full length, but I I would have liked more as well. It, felt it like either it was- needed to have more or less is, is kind of how I'm feeling about ah. it. Because I think less, you start to forgive it for not fully fleshing out some of the characters. Hmm. Um, but it's like it hits this mark where you expect the characters to be fleshed out, but they're not fully. And so it's it leaves me a little underwhelmed. I'm like we needed either an extra 20 minutes or you needed to cut 
like 20 minutes here uh, and just have this really uh, brisk story that wasn't character driven, but was more idea driven. Um, and it would have been really cool. So I don't know. I- I'm caught there. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. There's some, there's some pretty cool things in here though. Um, but maybe I'll save some of that for our awards. Our awards. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, yeah, I, I think it is more violent, obviously. Oh yeah. Than some of the stuff that we've seen. Um, I still, it's still not very violent. Um, no, the black and white really helps. It helps a lot. I mean, that when you think about it, when was the last time you had someone put a head, put their sword through someone's head and just leave it there, right? Yeah. Or the, or the guy, hand, or the guy yeah. she knocks down. Well, the hand yeah. thing is common. All all of Phase Two of Marvel, every movie had someone's hand getting chopped off. That's true. Um, That's true. <laughs> but uh, and that was on purpose. But um, the like and then she knocks that one. Uh, hunter down onto the sword and then slides mm-hmm. it underneath it. Like you didn't see mm-hmm. that. <laughs> you wouldn't normally yeah. see that in a lot of these. And the one guy had the arrow going through his bottom of his jaw out of his mouth. Yeah. Like there's just a lot of that stuff that if it was in color, it probably would have been close to R maybe. Yeah. Um, but it's not like a gratuitous, like towards a definite. No, R. Like, I think you could, it- you certain companies could probably get it passed if they wanted to. Um, yeah, yeah. And this is probably one I, I think, though, is, I don't know, I come back to this fact of this is a like a Halloween special. Um, also, I don't even know if this is actually rated, to be fair. No, I don't know. Yeah, it yeah, I don't know. It might be not rated. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a Halloween special, but I, I just don't think it's very scary, right? Like, I, I don't think there's... Um, no, it's not. I, I much agree. of a scary... There's... It's definitely doesn't bring that universal horror sort of feel if it's only an aesthetic, right? If right. it's just the aesthetic and still a Marvel MCU film at its core. Not that all of the universal horror films scared us, Alex. I was say, it. I don't know hardly of any of them. <laughs> Far but. from it, but <laughs> it, it's more of the internal uh, conflict, right? Um, in some of these films, that sympathetic monster sort of feel um, that that we got from those films that that really make them universal horror. Whereas here, I see what it's going for. It's got the look, it's got the music, um, but it still feels like a hero action film because that's what it is, right? Uh, is a hero action film, which is fine, uh, but but that is what it is. Hmm. See, I, I don't know if I quite feel quite that way during it. Like, like when we're building up to the maze, right, the, the, the uh-huh. hunt, I don't yeah. feel that way. When we're in the maze, I don't feel that way, except for when we're talking to Ted a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then when he does have that transformation, I don't really feel that way either. Hmm. Um, because it could just because they really sell me on the Elsa reaction and the shots of her, like, panicking as the flashes yeah. of light and all that. I mean, and then the brutal, I guess the brutality of it doesn't quite feel as superhero-y. Um, mm. Now, mm. if he teams up with somebody, I'm going to feel that way. Um, <laughs> but I don't actually feel the, the superhero-ness that you do, but I, I, gotcha. I also kind of understand 
you know, because th- there are some tonal shifts there that mm-hmm. bring us back into the MCU, right? Yeah. But as I said, uh, I did enjoy this. I, I think it's a cool, <laughs> it's a fun Halloween special. It's, I, I would watch it again, right? It's, it's cool. Uh, I enjoyed it. I hope Marvel leans into it because I think it would be worth it for them and would give us something pretty cool. Yeah. And I, 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 I can't imagine this is the last that we're going to see of uh, the werewolf here. Oh, definitely not. I hope it's not the last we've seen of Ted because I love how brutal he is when he kills someone. No, <laughs> it won't be. Sets him on, sets, sets him ablaze. We yeah. definitely need more project. Do you feel like we need more projects like this or not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I also, I, I just like the idea of, um, I like the idea of this. I like the idea of a hour long special, you know? Yeah. It doesn't quite justify uh, an entire TV series, um, nor does it uh, justify a movie length. We mm-hmm. we get something that's just quick and to the point um, with with a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that's that's something that some of our other projects I think could learn from. Uh, I don't think She Hulk needed to be the format that it is. Mm. I, I don't think. Miss Marvel even really needed to be the format that it is. So I, I, I think that hopefully this is the beginning of smaller projects, kind of like yeah. this. Um, because I, I, I know we got a Christmas special coming up. In oh really? Um, yeah, there's the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Oh, that's cool. coming up. It's supposed to be pretty. It's, it's going to be pretty interesting. I think it's going to be a nice bridge between. Uh, I guess set up for the fourth movie or third movie. Sorry. Well, that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. Uh, well, let's get into our awards then. So on uh, our regular show, we have our awards here. We, we kind of have some, if we can remember them, we don't write anything down. So uh, compelling character though. Who'd you have for compelling character? Um, I had Elsa Bloodstone. Okay. Actually, I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. Actually, no, no, no. I'll give her my compelling character. <laughs> I got go the ahead. Elsa Bloodstone. I want to know her history, right? We know she left. I want to know why she left, what what the reasons were. And honestly, just, just this whole world is an interesting character. But her place in it as like monster hunting royalty, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, I definitely want to know more about. So I would love to spend more time with this character who, mm-hmm. by MCU standards, and in the comics, like all she does is curse all the time, mm-hmm. and so it's just a bunch of symbols half the time she talks. Um, and so they, they do have her curse more than like a normal character would, yeah. <laughs> even yeah. though it's n- n- definitely not R rated or anything like that. But <laughs> but uh, I did appreciate that slight nod to it. So nice. she she she's my compelling character. What about you? Yeah, my compelling character is Jack, um, and I wish we we got more. As I said. Um, because I want to know more about why he's this uh, monster protector, right? Mm. Uh, it seems like that's kind of his role. So she's the monster hunter. He's the monster protector. They end up having to work together, which is a really cool idea. But there's a lot, like he talked about his, you know, he had that face paint for his ancestors. There seems mm-hmm. like there's a lot to this character that we just don't even know about yet, which makes me excited to kind of explore his character and hopefully... Uh, other 
entries in the future. I, mean, I could see I could see Disney doing another Halloween special next year with the same characters. Um, Man, I hope so. That yeah. would be so cool. They just like that would be a cool little idea, you know. So instead of doing like a series, you just kind of have these specials with some of the same characters in like a different sort of setting um, each year, and you do it for a couple consecutive years here. That'd be really neat. Oh, that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, what about memorable lines? Any memorable lines stand out to you? Uh, yeah, the the, the one done by the animatronic corpse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What was yeah. it? Oh no! It slipped, just slipped my mind. Um, oh, I I am rotting for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. It was so That's great. Yeah, uh, uh, honestly, I probably would choose that too. That one made me chuckle. It, it felt like a dad joke to the core. <laughs> so it worked. <laughs> it did. Um, what about? Can't believe that acting. Um, can't believe that acting. I've got to give it to Mrs. Bloodstone, Verusa yeah. Bloodstone, uh, by who was uh, acted by Harriet Sansom Harris. What a wonderful bad guy! Just like crazy, over the top acting that really worked in this, and just her like craziness <laughs> at the end of this with that eye makeup, especially. Dude, she was a pretty cool villain. I gotta say. Oh yeah. No, honestly, she kind of stole the show for me. Um, she was crazy, yes, but she was so sinister and so cruel. <laughs> um, she was really rough to uh, Elsa, you know, mm-hmm. and, and really had no sympathy for that character, saying, you know, we're not going to treat her by any special rules. Basically, if you kill her, you kill her, right? Yes. Um, yeah, so she had no sympathy, despite the fact that uh, this was her stepdaughter, right? Um, just just no sympathy whatsoever. And the performance, you had to have that performance that was no holds bar here, and, and that's what we got. Oh, it was so awesome. <laughs> so awesome. Uh, uh, can't believe that shot, or oh, that's a good shot award. Uh, I'm going to give it to the trombone, the flaming trombone, where he's walking towards it, and we just see that see it from behind. Mm. As he's walking towards the maze, it's yeah. so cool and just weird. <laughs> it is weird. I mean, what about I, you? I really do. That long shot is awesome. Um, and that room is it a garage. I'm not sure quite what it is right there, but that that take, um, which of course there's some tricks of the camera there, and, and there are some subtle cuts, but it feels like one take, uh, and it's really neat. As I said, like it's it's a bit over the top as far as the werewolf is concerned. It doesn't necessarily highlight sort of the um, more of the werewolf feel that we've seen in, in some of the movies that we've watched. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. It, it does it gives us the coolest sort of single room take that we've seen uh, since Daredevil, in my opinion, uh, because. And Daredevil probably was it, it was better. I really like that Daredevil scene. Yeah, it is it's, better. <laughs> it's just an amazing one take uh, shot that uses minimal trickery, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what makes it so impressive. Uh, but that that one's so good. But this one, this one's good in its own right, and of course, it's just done stylistically quite a bit differently. So. I, I like this one a lot. You mentioned it before, but I'll mention it again here for, uh, oh, that's a good shot award. 
Awesome. Uh, any unique awards you want to give out, Alex? Mm. Um, I guess I'll give one to the. Uh, I guess I'll give my burn burn to a crisp award to Man Thing for mm. his <laughs> his uh, <laughs> burning grapple, where he just grabs somebody and they immediately ignite on fire, which is visually just so awesome and maybe a little hard to do in the MCU for a PG-13 movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but not in black and white mm-hmm. because it, it, it <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. I don't, have a un- I don't have a unique award this week, but I will shout out to um, my letterboxed mutual gray, the dot um, oh, yeah. gray, the dot. He, I, I like his review of this film. He touches on some. Of, he 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 touches on some of the same things that I I can see. Yeah, he's a little harsher on it than I am um, with his three star review. It's not that bad. It's a three star review, but he's he's a little harsher on it um, than I am. But I, I'll, I'll give a shout out to him, um, my my Norwegian letterboxed friend <laughs> that i've never met uh we don't usually see eye to eye on, on films but in, in this one we definitely do so uh, gray I, I was with you on this one man i mean gray does have the last jedi in his favorite so we're, we're, <laughs> so he, we're clearly enemies you are clearly enemies <laughs> <laughs> he has the last well i mean it's pretty eclectic he's got the last jedi the lion king evil dead 2 and hercules from 1983 mm-hmm. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> um well uh anything else you want to add before our final or as as we do our final thoughts alex and maybe our uh rating of this film uh no, I was going to get the yeah the final final thoughts. I, this is this is the project that I am hoping kind of revitalizes Phase Four because even mm. as a diehard MCU fan, Phase Four has been rough. Um, I think it's mostly attributed to the TV offerings. Mm. Um, you know, maybe something you're not quite feeling, Eric. I don't know how you're feeling. Um. Because I know you're not like well, the, the super I, fan I, that I am, right? But I must you, be feeling it because it's it's getting hard for me to watch all of them. Yeah, there's also that. <laughs> I don't right? have that enthusiasm, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and I'm not feeling that enthusiasm. I haven't felt it. I mean, I, I, in Moon Knight, I felt it, um, but I didn't feel the enthusiasm for Hawkeye. You know, I, I did enjoy, end up enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved Moon Knight, but then Miss Marvel really wasted a lot of my time with a couple of its episodes. Like overall, like the characters are out of this world. I, I mean, they're so good. I, there's a lot of elements that are really great, but it wastes two episodes of its five episode, six episode arc. And then she Hulk is, I'm not as down on it as a lot of people are, but it has been, it's 30 minute or it's 20 minute format is not doing it any favors. Yeah. Um, it's just not made for a 20 minute format and it's got some real other issues as well, but you know, the last two episodes that that have been great and that's wrapping up this week. So we'll, we'll see. Um, but so this is like, this was refreshing because I didn't care. I haven't cared about a lot of the projects lately. Um, I'm hoping Wakanda forever is good, but this is like giving me faith in phase five and six. I'm like, 
I know they're not going to take a lot from this, right? I'm not. We're not going to get Avengers in black and white, and it's not going to be like super moody, right? We're not. We're not getting that. But our other projects, like Blade, um, and some of the unannounced TV projects, like mm-hmm. we were hit, really loving WandaVision and Loki, right? Oh yeah. But then I feel like we strayed away um, in our show from these unique tones, um, and. I'm hoping that, that that means our TV offerings are going to be even more special is what well, I'm really hoping for. Yeah. And then maybe our movies are going to be kind of what we expect. Um, you know, loud, bombastic, enormous stakes, you know, yeah. that type yeah. of thing. WandaVision to me is still the pinnacle of MCU TV. Oh, um, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The more I think like about it, really I love the mystery it builds, right? It like leaves you wondering what's going on at the beginning. You know, it's got that sort of yeah. feel, which I can appreciate. Um, and you're just like, what is going on? Um, and it slowly unravels. There's drama in it. Uh, there's really great relationships in that one. Uh, yeah, I, I appreciate it quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, WandaVision and Loki are stellar. I know a lot. This one's a really contentious one for a lot of people. A lot of people don't like this just because they don't like the animation style. But I think What If is genuinely great, especially after about the third episode. And they start doing their own stories instead of just slightly tweaking another movie. Um, It really hits its stride and ends in just like a fantastic fashion. Um, yeah, and it, it, I can't wait for that series because it's just so. I thought it was just so great, um, and so th- this project is a return to form for me. I can't. I just can't wait to see what's what's next because, I mean, I think you'll like Moon Knight, Eric. Uh-huh. I really do think you'll like Moon Knight. Yeah, um, it does. I, for me, I was just a little disappointed with its final episode. It felt mm. rushed. And they yeah. did it because they knew they had a second season. Nice. Uh, yeah, but it is what it is. Well. Is Werewolf by Night a Gabra low film, Gamera medium film, or Godzilla high film for you, Alex? It's a Godzilla high film for me. Nice. It left me wanting more, and but in a good way. And I just had such a good time with it. It was just so much fun, so unique, such a fun breath of fresh air. It just felt like a, a nice little test bed. And I just hope I hope we get more little experiments like this. Now, what about you, Eric? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It's it's an upper tier Gamera film for me, with my expectations being maybe. Did I just say Gamera little, or Godzilla? You said Godzilla. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> uh, my expectations might have been just a little too high going into it, and so when I went in with those expectations, it just didn't quite live up to what I thought I was going to get. Mm. Um, because ultimately, I still we still got an MCU film. Um, with just kind of a um, overlay of some of those uh, old school horror tones, which is fine, but uh, it wasn't quite what I was expecting. Still good, but didn't quite reach that Godzilla tier for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Next week, Alex, um, we will probably have a host chat discussion on MVM plus, or we will bring on an executive producer uh, to, to have a chat, but either way, I'm looking forward to it. And as always, thank you for listening. Anybody that hasn't listened to MVM plus before, thank you for listening and 
Try to stay alive. Try to stay alive. Mafia, wake up, wake up. You have created a monster and it will destroy you.